Welcome to SickCast, brought to you by Sick Research Institute, illuminating every path. This episode of the SickCast is from a live webinar recorded on Mother's Day, May 10th. Featuring a talent of engaging women, they discuss how Sikhi has informed their ideas of motherhood, their challenges, and their triumphs. Hosting the webinar is the Sikh Research Institute's creative director, Inikor. As an esteemed writer, poet, and painter, she is celebrating the release of her newest children's book series, Journey with the Gurus. Her journey has taken her across the globe, and she now resides in Connecticut in the United States. Joining her is Mandeep Kaur from the United Kingdom. Born in Punjab, she became a postgraduate in engineering in the UK, where she also received her PhD. Later joining the British Armed Forces, she's the first World Faith Chaplain to join the Auxiliary Royal Air Force. She has been awarded as a member of the British Empire by Her Majesty the Queen for her service. She's married and has three kids. Accompanying them from Ontario, Canada is Sharon Jeet Kaur. She has spent the last 15 years serving in the public sector, influencing public health, education, urban planning and social services. Sharanjeet is the VP in Ontario of the World Sick Organization. She has two children at home, one 11-year-old and one 8-year-old. Lastly is Nilu Singh from New Delhi, India. Seeking to help others, she is a counselor 15 years working with groups and individuals to reach their goals, from relationships, careers and their life purpose. She is also the General Secretary of the Chief Khalsa Divan, one of the oldest and respectable socio-religious organizations. She lives with four generations of her family together under one roof. And facilitating the session is Benvinder Kaur from Ontario, Canada. Inikor will start the session. Thank you all for joining in and thank you to my esteemed panelists. I'm looking forward to having a discussion with all of you. And you know, you are women of substance. And being women of substance, um, I wanted, and, and in all honesty, I shared a took of Gurbani with all of you because this took was, you know, made an impact on me. It was very profound when I was uh, in the process of translating this that I had a moment of uh, reflection, doubt, and multiple emotions arose from this talk. So this one is by um, Baba Faridji, and it is on Ang 488 of the Guru Granth Sahib. And he reveals that those whom you attach to your hem are the dervishes at your door. Now the dervishes, you know, they are the ones who are seeking, the ones who are immersed in the longing for the one. Their birth mothers are blessed. Their advent is congratulatory. And when I read that their birth mothers are blessed, you know, I, I thought about it. They are blessed because they have attached their offsprings to the one, to the door of the one, to the ultimate. And it made me pause. Have I done that in my journey? Have I um, attached my children 
to the one. Whoever they consider the one to be, the source, the ultimate, and we can give multiple names to it. But did I do that? Was that a priority for me? So I wanted, you know, I, I share this with you because it's a very open, candid conversation, and I would love to hear your thoughts. So Mandeepji, if I could begin with you, it would be great. Vaigruji Kakalsa, Vaigruji Ki to one and all who have joined us today. Happy Mother's Day. <laughs> so it's not actually in the UK today, Happy Mother's Day. Yeah, but nevertheless, I said to my kids, Happy Mother's Day, so let's make pancakes. Yeah, it doesn't matter which part of the country it is today. So we made chocolate lava pancakes. Oh, wow. Too many sugars this morning. So I'm hyper. Uh, so let me go into the Pankti um, and share the, the thoughts. And thank you for sharing your thoughts, Imiji. Um, so... आप लिए लड़ लाए दर दरवेश से तिन तन जने दी माओ आए सफल से सो अ ब्यूटीफुल पंक्ति व्हेन वी व्हेन वी रिफ्लेक्ट ऑन इट एंड व्हेन आई वाज थिंकिंग अबाउट इट the thought that came to my mind was that it takes a great mother to bring a great person so and this pankti gives me this uh, polite gentle reminder uh, of what i can do <laughs> because i have a privilege to be a mother uh, and also the responsibilities that are attached with that privilege as well that yes i i can bear kids for what responsibilities come automatically with it and this pankti is reminding me of that and as you said have i done that we ponder on ourselves every day and sometimes that brings a little pressure as well <laughs> on us as mothers have i have i not what can i do and i've spoken to many mothers in my life and they say oh i'm i'm not a good mom i can't do this and i think let's just get rid of this idea today okay and yes tin tan jane di mau aaye safal se so my thoughts were that yes i have a privilege what privilege i have is it those mothers who have worked on their own self jeevan self conscious being then they prepare themselves before they welcome that soul uh, of who we call tan the one that you just just described the one who uh, why guru has embraced so once we have worked on our own self and jeevan then we attract like a conscious soul and we embrace that soul and we feel the honor to offer home which is our womb um to basically for that soul to flourish in that panchatat as we say human body for giving that opportunity for come into the human body because this is the way to have union with one with divine one force um that that human body i think so that's what the reflection came to my mind that have i empowered myself to welcome that soul who we can call tan um and basically give that platform so this part of shabad because we were talking about i suffer so who is that who is that i who is that who are they and and i think you've already explained that who, those who have felt love for divine love for one and they are uh, imbued with lord's love and so blessed are those mothers 
who bore them those i um as without mothers they won't be able to come <laughs> so that's what my initial thoughts were on this pankti yeah wonderful i love the way you recited it it just it just transported all of us and i was so hoping that you would do it and you did it so thank you so niluji if we can um get your thoughts on the shower it would be great yeah wagiji ka khalsa wagiji ki fateh uh i am grateful inipanji to sikri for making this webinar and talking about motherhood on such a day uh we are going to talk all about motherhood and uh, uh first of all uh, uh, i would like to use one pankti suche tere dud varga suchcha tera naam oh hai maa i dedicate this webinar today to my mother who passed 7 years back and um, uh, you know uh, the heart uh, where she stayed is still empty but her presence is there always and we're well, talking about the shabad jive hone penji ne kya i would go a line further now usi shabad pe agli line de utte aa janiya which says rate ishq khudai rang didar de ਜਦ ਅਸੀਂ ਇਸ਼ਕ ਵਿੱਚ ਰੱਤੇ ਹੋਏ ਆ ਉਸ ਰੰਗ ਵਿੱਚ ਰੰਗੇ ਹੋਏ ਆ ਔਰ ਉਹਦਾ ਦੀਦਾਰ ਕਰਨਾ ਚਾਹਨੇ ਆ ਸੋ ਯੂ ਨੋ ਹਾਊ ਇਜ਼ ਦੈਟ ਐਜ਼ ਐਨ ਐਕਸਪੀਰੀਅੰਸ ਆਈ ਮੀਨ ਇਟਸ ਸੋ ਸਚ ਐਨ ਐਕਸਪੀਰੀਐਂਸ਼ੀਅਲ ਥਿੰਗ ਐਂਡ ਆਫ ਕੋਰਸ ਅ ਪੋਇਟਸ ਵੁਡ ਨੋ ਮਚ ਮੋਰ ਯੂ ਨੋ ਵੈਨ ਆਈ ਵਾਸ ਰੀਡਿੰਗ ਦਾ ਸ਼ਬਦ uh the tears were flowing uh that oh yeah uh the, uh this thing if this happens and if you know uh oh tan oh janani kinni tan hoegi when she sees the child being following that path and uh just ugly us to ugly line aandi hai uh jina pichhata sach pariji says uh unna da chumma pair mu now this did the whole thing you know ki farid ji enne pyare chaake eh gal keh rahe ne that i would love to kiss the feet of that person who is just uh, gone through this stage uh, imbued with love he's uh, talking about that love that affair with the divine it's so so beautiful so you know i was just visualizing ki ਮਾਤਾ ਤ੍ਰਿਪਤਾ ਜੀ ਜਿਸ ਵੇਲੇ ਗੁਰੂ ਨਾਨਕ ਸਾਹਿਬ ਇਹ ਵਾਲੀ ਜਰਨੀ ਤੇ ਹੋਣਗੇ ਗਰੋ ਕਰ ਰਹੇ ਹੋਣਗੇ ਇਵੋਲਵ ਕੀਤੇ ਹੋਏਗਾ ਹਾਊ ਪ੍ਰਾਊਡ ਦੈਟ ਵੂਮਨ ਮਸਟ ਬੀ ਫੀਲਿੰਗ ਆਈ ਮੀਨ ਇਟਸ ਅਮੇਜ਼ਿੰਗ ਐਕਸਪੀਰੀਅੰਸ ਰਾਈਟ ਨਾਓ ਕਮਿੰਗ ਬੈਕ ਟੂ ਆਰ ਥਿੰਗ ਤ੍ਰਿਪਤਾ ਜੀ ਨੇ ਤੇ ਆਫ ਕੋਰਸ ਐਂਡ ਆਲ ਦ ਮਾਦਰਸ ਦ ਸਿੱਖ ਮਦਰਸ ਦੇ ਮਸਟ ਬੀ ਫੀਲਿੰਗ ਪ੍ਰਾਊਡ ਆਫ ਦ ਫੈਕਟ ਬਟ ਵਾਟ ਆਰ ਵੀ ਡੂਇੰਗ are we connected ourselves first to that level first and then we can talk that have we given that kind of a, a thing to our kids that they are one with the divine of course i believe that you know i am not talking about doing nithname and swere prakash ki ta ki nahi santokhya ki nahi i am not talking all that i am talking about just being connected with the divine so uh i feel yeah somewhere yes also it's not a total failure 
आई मीन आई वॉन्ट डी ग्रेड माई सेल्फ नहीं कुछ भी नहीं होया कुछ नहीं होया यू नो आई एम अ टोटल फेलियर मैं उस पास नहीं ले जा सकी नहीं मैं खुद भी चलने की कोशिश कर रही हूँ और बच्चे भी उस पास ही ने दे मे नॉट बी डूइंग ऑल दीज रिचुअल्स दे मे नॉट बी इन टू बिलीव ऑफ यू नो वॉट सिखी डिमांड्स बट दे आर कनेक्टेड यस एंड इट्स इट्स वेयर आई फील द ब्लिस uh so uh, uh, uh that's why the tears uh, came running uh, and i uh, my eyes were moist uh, because i felt that uh, whenever i felt that they are connected especially uh, recently we did uh, an exhibition that was on oneness and uh, there i could see uh, my daughter doing all that uh, thing about oneness and uh, talking more about it than what i i could express also and uh, my son totally participating with his wife with my grandson you know totally the whole family was uh, for guru's teachings I, that gave me a sense of pride you know so uh i agree that we may not be i, I, I we can't compare ourselves with sikh mothers uh, the guru or gurus mothers but somewhere we are trying to tread on that path and it's beautiful and uh, to take inspiration from this kind of a shabad i'm sure uh, we'll do wonders uh, with god's grace uh, with the uh, pasha's grace uh, things are moving good <laughs> So, you know, um, I know you used the word proud a couple of times, and just a like a heart to heart. It's pride and proud is something I know we use very casually, but it's something which we need to be cognizant about. We're not proud. We are actually in shukar. that when our children or when something or if someone is doing something so great that we are in shukr that that is happening so the sense of pride is kind of um doesn't sit well in the sikhi paradigm because ego and pride is something which we work towards rising above and when we say uh, you know we are actually really in gratitude for the people who are serving who have connected within themselves and bringing this oneness to everyone is that sense of gratitude but i don't want to go too much that too much more that and sharanjit i would love to hear you know you are the youngest mom on the panel um, share with us your thoughts when you got the chance Asupelia Vahiriya Khalsa Vahiriji Fateh um I thanks to Kri uh for uh inviting me to this panel and um uh, the opportunity to share this time with uh both the attendees and these amazing panelists um so I would echo the sentiment that um uh Mandeep Kurpanji and Neelu Kurpanji have both stated shared and any Kurpanji around um the the shabad is it definitely uh brings forward this this sense of immense responsibility for yourself as a as as a mother but also as a sikh yourself so the leading by example so i i echo that um the piece that's actually uh i'll touch on that that it just happened right now 
So I had shared with um, Inipanji that the first time I actually heard this book was over 20 years ago, and I wasn't a mother at that time. And um, the the book was not sung. So I'm going to come back to that point for a second. It was it was uh, it was spoken, and then the Katavajik, um in the Vyakya took it one step further and said, any mother who does not produce offspring that is in connection with Sikhi, that is not um, a, a Sikh, that mother's book should have been barren. And I remember sitting there, not as a mother yet, but it was literally like feeling a gut punch. Um, and I can't even imagine um, the the Fernanda the Matama that were sitting in the Sangat with me, how they would have felt. And it was, and again, not um, having the opportunity to explore or interpret, it, it just, it, it, it didn't sit right. So when Benji shared this book um, 20 years later and now being a mother, um, my initial reaction was was so different, but my gratitude is actually to Mandeep Kaur Benji because I, have, I would have to say 20 years later, you completely changed it for me. Because the minute you sung it, it went from the, that reaction that I had and I've carried for two decades in my stomach that felt wrong to being pierced in the heart. Um, that, that the same book, a, you know, it was it was sung in a feminine voice and at the same time with a piar that really, I think, what the Gurbani was intended for. Um, so that the book became, it's, it's a goal orientation, something that we're all working towards versus um, the way that it was presented before, which was very punitive, which was um, so judgmental. So um, I thank you, Benji, for singing it and for uh, changing it. Um, uh, it really is a Mother's Day gift for me this year. There is something to be said when you hear the Tuk recited. It touches a part of you which um, goes. So that's why rag is so important. And to be sung at and at spacing, because that's actually what moves you. Um, the sound and Mandipji, you really did a wonderful, you know, rendition of it. Thank you. I can't, cannot even begin to tell you that. Um, you know, Sharanjit, you mentioned, uh, you know, feeling at the pit of your stomach, and Mandipji, you also mentioned, you know, in the beginning for the mothers that, you know, all of us at some point in our journey have felt. Did we do the right thing? Have we done enough? And how do we how do we overcome that? I mean, it's it's you know, it's natural to feel that when when everything is going well, or what you consider well in your own paradigm, in own chef perspective, um, that's that's okay. But when things turn to rock a little bit, then you're hardest on yourself. And, uh, you know, there's a poem of Professor Mahon saying, which um, a friend of mine just translated. And, uh, and the gist of that poem was that mother is like the divine plant and the shade of the ones who sit under her, she shades all of them. And it is like the heavens have borrowed that shade to shade the entire universe, to shade entire creation. And all the plants of this world wither away when their roots dry. But this plant 
This plant of the mother dries up only when the flowers wither away. So that connection between, you know, the creation, which a mother is, because it's the womb that brings her, brings the child forth. Um, and creation is, we are constantly creating. If we are anything as close to the creator, it is a, it's a woman through her womb. But we wither when our flowers, um, we dry up when our flowers wither. So how do we not dry up? Where do we find that strength from, that equilibrium, that hedge, when our flowers maybe don't bloom, when things are drying up? Because if we dry up, there's nothing left to give. So I want to talk about what is it that you derive your strength from and to keep you going so that you don't dry up. So uh, Sharanjeet, you're the closest to my screen if you want to take that on. Um, that's a great question. And I think it's it changes as, but it's changed for me as I've gotten older um, and as my experiences have changed. So I think the strength, um, for me personally, comes from a few different sources. First and foremost, I think it, it, it is purosa and having complete and utter purosa that this, the sense that right? Like you have to let that go because you have that sense of, you think you have control. And this is coming from somebody who, I'll be honest, I am completely OCD. And um, <laughs> so there's, there's, an, there's definitely a layer there, but, um, I think becoming a mother is when it truly, it, I realized that at one hand you have so much responsibility, but the, on the other hand, you have so little in your control and the purosa then goes right back to Vahigri. And um, knowing that you have to, you have to have that, you, uh, Guruji's given us a, um, what would be a, a safety net and we have to be okay to fall in that safety net. Um, the second one I would say is Sangat um, because to surround yourself uh, with um, like-minded uh, individuals and especially other mothers um, has completely changed that trajectory because there's the shared sense of, um, uh, of experiences that you can bring and teach and hold with each other in, in a safe space. So um, I would say that for me, it's, it's, it's the two, it's, it's the, it's the Simran and it's the Purosa that you have in your Sikhi and it's also at the same time um, having, creating a Sangat that's good for you. So uh, similar, um, and I'm kind of jumping ahead to something else that I was thinking about actually late last night, but there was an active decision that I made uh, a few years ago to actually bring myself off of all social media. Um, and there was a reason for that. And that was, again, the Sangat that you create intentionally and unintentionally. So it's, it's so important for me now to ensure that, uh, because the, the ramifications are so much bigger that the intentional sangha that I create will give me strength and will give me safety so that in turn I can support my children um, in a mothering capacity. If my 
intentional or unintentional sum that, that I've created is one that feeds things that are not healthy for me, that doesn't understand. So in the sense of like the withering of the flowers, that I it doesn't help me how to grasp or it gives me an artificial sense that everybody else's flowers are blooming and my flowers are the only flowers that are withering, which I'll be honest, which is what social media was doing for me. It felt like everybody else had it right. And so um, it, it, it re-centers you um, in that way. So uh, that's my take on it. Wow, thank you. Miluji, um, would you like to uh, share something with us on, on that? I go with uh, Sharanjeet saying about faith, uh, because faith is the most important thing which I always go by. And I feel if that faith is there and uh, that trust, which says that, uh, uh, is another thing. And uh, 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 so that kind of a faith, that uh, total yakin ki yes, everything is going to turn out to be fine, gives me a lot of solace. And uh, the tool which I use for that is Ardas. You know, every time uh, I'm into any of our, any of my problems, I want to go for Ardas. Ki main paachano mein Ardas karke hi es no solve kar sakena. So uh, these two things go hand in hand, faith and Ardas. Uh, so that helps me a lot. Andeep ji. So a few things have been stolen from me already by Sharon Panji and Neil Panji. <laughs> yeah. So I was thinking um, we all go through this from time to time. And I think it's very natural because as human beings, uh, we judge ourselves. We, we self-criticize. The last thing we, we are to ourselves is compassionate. Definitely as mothers, we are very, very critical about ourselves. And I'm not saying it's a good thing, by the way, but that's what who we are and that's what we do. And maybe it's about time um, we start thinking otherwise, maybe, because if, as you said, if if we wither away, then really mother doesn't only look after kids, but I think it's the, the backbone of the whole family, uh, as, as my understanding is, or whatever I've experienced in my life. Sometimes when I feel things are not right, I try to be kid myself. So my child is so I try. It's very tough because my ego comes in the way uh, because I am the mummy and what I say is right and the way it should be my way. Then why should I actually basically bend or uh, lower down myself in front of kids or anybody else? So, But if whenever I manage to become aware of my ego, uh, creating that issue between my and my kids and the family and be able to basically, okay, Ego, you sit here and I'm just going to deal with this now. I become the kid myself and try to just understand for one minute being in their shoes. What are they thinking or what might they be thinking? And have that one-to-one -one conversation. Uh, look, mommy, sorry too because of this. Yeah, I get or I, maybe I don't get it. Let's talk about it. That helps me, um, gives me the strength then once I have this without agenda talk just soul to soul talk and you know I, I was amazed when my kids talked to me and they said 
mummy, it wasn't you or it wasn't this. My ego came in the way and that's why I behaved in such and such way. And I thought, oh, okay, wow. If you're becoming aware of your ego at this age, then yes, who knows what is their path, what is their journey. So what I was thinking was that other thing is, you know, they are, um, okay, let's put it this way. They are seeds planted in say through my womb my kids and your kids through your uh, womb but they don't belong to me yeah they they are given to to us to water them and to give them this nurturing environment and particularly when we talk from gurmat perspective to give them that uh, divine nurturing environment which has got discipline but also care so the discipline which will look after them wherever they go because we are not going to be together you know yes now they can do part because mommy's looking or mommy will say you haven't done part you know you're not gonna get breakfast but for how long right some at some point they are going to be independent so how can we put that discipline in a nurturing way in the most loving way that they that they, they rise in love uh, they have this ishq with khuda rather than the danda of mummy <laughs> that okay i have to do it because mummy says this so they have this love for their you know their their khuda their divine and they feel that connection and this i think this can happen uh, i i don't see that as a impossible thing if mothers try to live beyond again that kind of um, forgive me for saying this beyond the rituals only and beyond just okay what the what tick box is they can see that thing in their mom's eyes in their mom's living in the talking walking cooking whatever it will just instill in in them and after that um whatever happens right because it's not my plan which is going to work and as sharon panji said nilu panji said there's one thing called my plan but there is a bigger plan which is created for all of us and we have to have the prosa faith trust in that 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 plan is actually you know what much better than my plan and that doesn't stop us from putting the discipline and the care and the routine in because we have been given the responsibility to nurture them water them every day if we don't you know, if you just put the seed in and leave it alone, uh, yeah, we have to have a responsibility to do that. And for us, we need to be disciplined ourselves that, look, we have the right time to water the plants, look after them when they need more soil and all that stuff. You know, just just analogy came to my mind for some reason. Yeah. So if you put that, and the biggest thing is Ardas. Yeah, but not Ardas only for my kid, to be honest. It's kids, you know, all kids. Uh, if we talk about Sarabadda Pala, then yeah, we, we are watering the plants and then let all kids nurture under this divine connection. I think that's uh, that's what I was thinking when you were talking about it. Yep. Um, you know, while you were speaking, Mandeepji, the vision of my mother, um, you know, Yes, I was her child and I will always remain her child. It's been eight years since she has passed um, to the earthly realm, from the earthly realm. And the last 
five or six years of her life, we were satsangis. The, the relationship had evolved. Um, you know, we did the, um, I was in the US and she was in, in Delhi. And I would call her every morning, my time, 9 a.m. And um, the first thing we did were, would be to discuss the hukam. And there were many days, many days I remember clearly, I would say, Ma, I feel like Guru has pulled my ear today. And she would say, well, would you let anyone else pull your ear? I said, absolutely not. And so she said, there you go. And you know, during that, those moments, those every day, she would share with me when a particular hook, um, it was a particular hukam, her connection with that hukam, that when she was in pain and she went to Bangla Sahib Gurdwara, Matthatekya, and this was the Shabbat that was playing, it gave her solace. It, uh, and to be able to share in my mother's spiritual journey, which is, this is not something you talk about, but that transition when that happens, it's, it's absolutely, I feel very blessed to experience, you know, the mother, she will always be my mother, but she was, I miss her as a satsangi. And when, and when she left, the best time of my day became the hardest time of my day because I would listen to the hukam and I would go to the phone to call my mother and she wasn't there. And that's when I began, I think it was after about three months, the voice said, whatever you were going to say to your mother, write it and share it. So I began doing that and I began sharing my thoughts on the hukam and that's her legacy. So even when she has, she's no longer physically present, she's continuously giving. So I wanted to share, ask you for the women in your life, your mothers, your grandmothers, anyone where you know, you have felt that their blessings continue because love never dies. It's just manifests in different ways. And are we open? Do we see it? Um, so Niluji, if you could um, share something, I mean, if you'd like. Uh, my mother also passed seven years back and I started with that. And the story what you shared uh, resonates with me so much that um, uh, I feel very close to it because my mother's life was dependent on hukam. And uh, ev uh, since last uh, 20, 25 years, every month she uh, used to get satsang done in our house. And uh, my father was a heart patient. Uh, he's also no more. And uh, uh, whenever he was sick, uh, you know, I said, what's that? She said, I don't know. I felt that something is not right. And then that time my father was not feeling too well. And uh, when things would improve and uh, uh, not that things would improve, if she would get a good hukam nama, she would feel that father would improve. 
and uh, you know in my growing years i always felt that and my dadi my chai ji uh, we used to call her chai ji and uh, she was also totally into uh, these kind of things and uh, she would also talk about koi gal nahi kuch nahi hoya ardas karo apni es cheez nu pakka rakho parosa na chhado sab theek hoega so you know uh, that kind of uh, uh, upbringing uh gives you a certain uh, uh atmik adolta you know thus uh, your spirit becomes strengthened somehow uh you feel that yeah uh, there is a food for soul and uh, that comes from shabad that comes from uh, the knowledge that yeah uh, uh, guru sahib sade ang sang na legene o har jagah o na legene so today when mama is not there her presence is felt everywhere uh especially when i'm doing part like in the morning i was thinking if she was alive and she would uh, see me talking all this uh on motherhood she would feel so happy you know to to the tea like even i thought about this uh, webinar also with her that uh, she would have been the most uh, uh, she would have felt so nice about the whole thing so her presence uh, is there guiding me always and uh, it's a wonderful wonderful uh, feeling right so shall i let's hear your thoughts so i immediately thought of my mother as well um so i am blessed my my mother is the kind of person that um she's quiet ke uh between my my father and my mother and i love them both because they're they're complete opposites but completely complementary so if um in the community everybody knows my dad um he's he's the one who was uh louder and loving and kind of full of energy and my mother was always the the quiet one and by that there's there's often um this interpretation that the the she's she takes second do you know what i mean that there's something there that like she's uh uh not as strong or something to that point but i would say from a sikhi perspective um where where my father definitely taught us about seva and you know was the one that was like you know learn uh, learn your bani um be involved um in in sarvatapala uh my mother i think i i really realized her value much later in life in the sense of what she did um in her quiet ways so she was the one who made the decision that she wanted to have guru mahada prakash in the home and she made the decision and it happened it was not a it was nothing that uh it was to be discussed it was something that uh she did and she fundamentally shifted the environment in our home um because all of a sudden we had to be guru oriented because something was central in our home that we had a, that responsibility for um my mother's never told us to you know learn our learn our our part but she was the one who did it it was a memory that i always have is that i would wake up and she would be doing her nithni and it was it's it was what has um it was foundational in terms from a childhood perspective uh it was a way that she's cared for not just our family but for everybody else in her quiet way so it, it it's so interesting cuz when i reflect back i think when i was growing up i probably didn't appreciate it as much i didn't i didn't see the sikhi from in in that i i saw the sikhi but not the impact that it would have on my life uh later on and what i would say is that amaz amaz amake you know her aap hi maan ban gayi hain but you know her role hasn't changed in terms of how she mothers me and how she mothers also my children so from a grandmother orientation as well um so she'll come into our home and um it's you know what well, if we're at work or our kids go to school 
she'll make sure that she'll do as many sukhmis out of the pot as possible while she's here. Because it's this entrenched, the bani is there that, you know, what she what she gave as a blessing for our childhood home, she then brings it forward into my home now. So, um, and it's one of those things that, again, when something happens in the world, it, it goes right back to bani and paran parosa. Like these are the things that are foundational um, from a mothering perspective. And again, I'll say this again, it's one of those pieces that I don't think you really realize the quiet strength that's there and really fundamentally shifts who we are as individuals until you kind of get into this new space in your life where you also see others who have not had it. You see those who are are struggling now because they haven't had the the privilege and the gift of having a mom who's actually brought that to them. That's right. The shift happens actually when you're older, right? When you see your mother, when you become a mom, you appreciate your mother, your grandmother a lot more. Mandeepji, if you could share with us um, your thoughts. And I'd request the listeners, if there are questions you have for us, please put them in the chat and we'd be more than happy to answer them for you. So I had a privilege to have Sangat of my Naniji as well. Um, she used to live with us when I was uh, young. And I remember sitting with her qu- quite a few evenings and asking her if she would listen to the Japji Sahib that I've tried to count, as in memorize. And then she will very patiently listen to my mistakes and every other day I'll, uh, she wouldn't give up. Yeah, so I, I, when you were asking this question, I, I was trying to go back into my childhood and ask what Sangat I had of my, um, you know, grandparents as such. And then, then obviously my mother and my mother-in-law are in my life and I'm very blessed to have uh, both of them uh, currently in my life. And I lost my dad when I was quite young. Um, so what I've seen in my mother is... Um, it's something I cannot put into words because having two young kids uh, as a young mother, how she raised us is is nothing more than a miracle for me. Um, you know, no financial support. And on top of that, um, the best education that we could get. And she never, she tells me stories today that people used to say to her, at least you don't have to have these financial implications and all that. And my and, and my mom says to me that you actually went to a better school than your brother because you were just a little more intelligent than him. Yeah, so this is how she saw it rather than abiding by the societal rules. And and imagine that I'm talking now, I don't know, maybe 20 years ago, 25 years ago, uh, you know, for, for a single woman. And we were not in Chandigarh, right? We were in a small village where you have to go by societal uh, rules and what people say and, you know, your jade, jethani and every bit of pressure and whatever. But she took that stand. Uh, and I think if she wouldn't have, then I don't know where I would be today. With that with that blessing, and, and every time we went through something, a challenge, we all have challenges in life and whatever we had as a family, she will say, uh, I still remember that. So she still says even today, uh, when I was going through bearing children and the labor pain was about to come and all that, I was thinking, and she she was the one who will say, and those words, you know, it's like, they have bought Guru Nanak in your life by giving that blessing from heart to heart. 
the blessings of mothers are so pure so divine yeah tusi ek maa di jadon tanu aseesh mil gayi na ta oh rabb di aseesh hai because so pure in it there is ek maa apne aap nu sacrifice karke oh apna kehndi mainu nahi chahiye kuch mere bacche nu mil jaye i mean like what could be bigger sacrifice than this on this earth what bigger miracle we are looking for other than motherhood so my my mother has taught me how to self sacrifice how to keep sharing and giving even when you are not in a situation to give whether it's like you're cooking for somebody even when you're, you're tired yourself because you kind of care for somebody you want to give give um and the resilience to keep going uh, yes there are challenges the resilience i've seen not only in my mother but in my mother in law as well and i i feel really privileged that my mother in law is like my friend and who can talk to me uh, as a friend uh, I, i sometimes we we do a chugli of my husband <laughs> my mother in law and me and which is so nice because she tells me all the things that he did when he was little and young and how he take, took pange and whatever and it's so nice to sit with her and listen to all those things so but and you were you're so right i didn't realize that until i became mother as well that what it takes to to become a mother and what what it is why my mother was always worrying about me uh, and i used to say oh it's okay to see kyon pareshan hunde now i know because and this is one of those things until you have tasted it you don't know the taste but a huge blessing um and and one thing if i just say here is that every mother is trying their best they tried their best our grandmothers tried their best and we are trying our best as well because that's the name of a mother right ma uh, so yeah whatever but i think we don't realize that until we reflect and i think it's the first time that somebody has asked me this question in my life and i think i should i should say this to my mother as well this might because i feel shy and i think i am i'm confessing here that if i say something very positive to my mother she starts crying she becomes really how can i put uh, emotional and that is really and that's why it has been really difficult for me to share my emotions with her but i'm doing it publicly now uh she's not going to understand english anyway so i can say whatever <laughs> i like but i wish that i can and i've i've started that slowly maybe through text sometimes i do it on the phone as well look thank you and i miss the the pronte that you make for me and it's gently gently and softly because i don't want to miss this, oppor- this opportunity uh before i show my gratitude to her and i hope we can all try to do that in our lives as well somehow so you know mandeep ji what you just um <clears throat> shared um the last thing which um the last conversation which i had with my mother was um i called her in the morning and she wasn't well and we did you know the hookum and everything and then i called her an hour and a half later i said ma you know um i just felt like talking to you again and she says why have you called you called this morning don't waste your money i said it's okay i just wanted to hear your voice and she said to me she says 
ਮਾਂ ਦੇ ਨਾਲ ਇੰਨਾ ਪਿਆਰ ਨਹੀਂ ਕਰੀਦਾ you know don't love your mother so much and i said she's my mother meri maa hai ki hai i will love her the way i want to and uh, i said i told her at that time i said i want you to know one thing that i love you completely mai tonu bahut pyar karni hai and you know she said to me maa nu vi pata hai ki usdi tee usnu kinna pyar karti hai there was nothing and she passed away within 9 to 10 hours that was the last conversation so for me that circle was complete the appreciation and that she knew that i loved her completely and that i knew my mother loved me completely and was you know so when you're talking about to share with your mother even a bit at a time because i know the solace that provided me you know i didn't um, cry at my mother's passing because i it was such an incredible blessing the way she passed even her passing i felt that she was teaching me that the guru fulfilled her ardas the way she wanted to leave the earth was the way the guru fulfilled her ardas and the guru was going to do that for me if i was in that frame of mind if my connection with guru was that strong like hers was so thank you mandeep ji for sharing we have a couple of questions and if you don't mind i'm just going to read them out to you and then we'll see who wants to you know if any one of you want to take it on a wonderful reflection says jajar singh from washington dc what is an example of a time you struggled as a mother and what ultimately helped you work through it if there is um, someone who would like to share that they can unmute their mic and uh, take it on um i can go first it's interesting cuz i think my challenge for a mother actually came really really early so i was still expecting um my first born jod singh and uh we had some serious complications uh during the pregnancy and so i ended up um i actually ended up in the emergency room a couple of times but the first time it happened uh it's a terrifying experience especially when you're you're young it's your first child um you're you're you don't know what's happening but it's also from an emotional perspective you're a mom but you're not a mom yet because the baby's not it's not there but there's a kitch there that you can't explain so um medical stuff aside it was a uh, we were we we're in the hospital and the the challenge was the challenge of fear that like there's this responsibility it's i need to look after the gift that's been given to me and how do i do it and that again it's that it's i think it's the theme that kind of we've we've spoken to but that sense of responsibility that carries with you what you don't realize it you you it it overcomes you from the day that you find out that you are going to be a mom and then you carry it for the rest of your life and you know i i said this before like my mother is still mothering me so like it's, it's it doesn't go away when even your children become mothers um but what i realized in that moment was when everything felt like it was at a loss and i had no idea what was going to happen um and both uh my husband and i were terrified everything went back to bani jidi kanthwani nahi hundi it just started coming out apne apne aap right so um 
And that was the only thing. Like the tears are flowing. There's complete fear. You have no idea what's happening. And then all of a sudden, the only thing that's going to give you strength is your guru again. And I, and you know, uh, you can, uh, whether it's Simran or there's a Shabbat that brings you strength. Um, for me, it was Jabeda uh, Barth, but it was, it was that grounding again that um, it, it kind of, that it reinforced in that moment before I even gave birth to my first child. And I'd say that it's what I've actually been most reflective of that every challenge that's come since, I realized that right? Um, at the end of the day, that when when that happens, it really does come right back to you and your relationship with your guru, and really bringing that forward to kind of get, help you overcome what those challenges are. Does anybody else wants to share on that? Yeah, if um, I would just like to uh, say, listening to Penji. Um, I think you forget about challenges and nothing was coming in front of me. But as soon as Sharjit Benji started talking, um, it's been a lot. There's been a lot, actually, but I don't think we have time to go into it. I just quickly share um, when I had my second uh, daughter, there was a challenge because second daughter. And that was not necessarily a challenge from me within, but again, the pressure that was around. But thankfully, um, the way uh, I had support from my mother-in-law, uh, because I thought it, it will come from that side, and, and my mother as well, we talked very openly about it. Um, it gave me so much strength. And also, when I was able to see my daughter, not as a girl or a boy anyway, but a soul who has come in our life for a very big reason, and to be honest, if I be very personal, I didn't even realize what those reasons were until I had, two years later, until I had my son. And as soon as my son turned six months, the daughter, who was now about two and a half, she was diagnosed with a cancer. And that brought the, the challenge which none of us were prepared for. That, And... The, the news came, uh, she was three years old now, I think by the time she got diagnosed because it took us a few months um, to know what's going on with her. The, the day we came to know that, okay, she got a stage four cancer. Um, we came home and my, I'm breastfeeding my son, um, just looking at each other, me and my husband, okay, what now, what's going to happen? And obviously we were very emotional um, the tears were flowing down and she's just standing in the corner in her pink dress um, unknown or maybe known who knows and she said to us when you get upset things get difficult for me um, everything will be okay she said these words and the pain that we were going through because of her, I would say, she became of a strength within the seconds of those words. We sat down to her level. I still remember we were standing in a kitchen um, and we hugged her and, and we decided at that very moment that this is the situation we've been put through, put in for a reason. We cannot change the situation. It's beyond our control. But with the strength that you have given us, 
guru-given strength, we are going to get through this gracefully. Whatever comes on the other side, we are not going to do our das. We are not even going to ask for anything. It has happened for a reason. Um, and and you have bought it because we we have always seen her in a very as a very different soul. Um, so we will go through this and and the strength that came to us and our family because of her through her and her words and when we when we went through this whole process for two years uh, the, the the treatments and whatever surgeries that come with it it showed us actually what surrendering means uh, and as a mother what you go through this the pain when she goes through the pain you cannot bear that pain and you can't even explain that pain uh, when you when your child is hurt in any way but every time her words gave me such a big strength that okay that basically was teaching me how to put purosa in the divine hukam rather than fighting with the hukam and the whole thing uh, it's strange to say this it the whole thing became graceful um and if i say it as a is some sort of blessing as well because i would have never seen the pain or understood the pain that parents or mothers go through and i'm not i'm not wishing that on anyone you know don't get me wrong what i'm saying is that these challenges come in our way but our kids ourselves become the strength if we just sometimes surrender to the whole thing and have that that connection that we can feel with them but not only limited to them feel that connection through them with the divine that they have come in in our life for a reason and i think somebody said say boy or a girl forget about that they have come up as a soul because i had the pura janam ke mile sanjogi yeah but ante kona sahai yeah they are riya sanjogi for a reason and they would not be a better sanjog because it's planned by by the divine so cannot complain and all these challenges are there of course they are there but they can become a blessing as well if we just change the perspective the way we look at these challenges sorry for being so personal but no no it's you know okay. and how old was your daughter when she said that to you she was 3 oh my gosh profound words from the mouth of a 3 year old so you know they were not her words they were coming through her so there's a you know we're talking about children and there's a very um there's a question over there which touched touched me deeply and i want to um share that with all of you sikhi values family what would you say to someone who has not or could not have children you know here is on mothers day there are many women for whatever reason whether it's a choice or they can't whatever the reason what do we say to them neeluji do you want to take that on i remember uh, one of the other kind of a story which can uh, actually come up with this answer and that was that one of my uh, uh, patients you can say uh, uh, he was uh, quite upset that he was never complete with his mother and uh, uh, he used to live abroad and uh, there were there, there were many times when uh, uh, he would fight with his mother say all sorts of things but then he was not complete when she passed away 
So uh, during counseling, he asked me that, uh, how do, uh, what do I do? Uh, I, since the time she's passed away, I'm not able to reconcile to the fact that I was not complete with her. And uh, now I cannot have another mother. So what do I do? Uh, I think I, I will have an account part done and uh, uh, get all the ragis and you know this kind of a ritual and all that. I said, um, uh, why don't you do one thing? Why don't you start helping a Lodindi ma who is in need of uh, uh, some money or some uh, shelter or some uh, anything, whatever you feel like. Uh, so he went to a Vridashram. So in a way, he adopted a Lodindi ma. Huh? And then the chain started. And today he is so happy about the whole thing that uh, my journey got complete when I started giving more time uh, to, the, uh, lead, uh, to the mothers who were in need of love, in need of uh, trust, in need of uh, money, in, need, in, in any way, you know. So uh, the kind of a question what you have put up, it's a reason maybe any. Yeah, yeah, that, you know, yeah, one cannot. But Jadasi Sarbat di gal karnaya, Jadasi Odi gal karnaya, this sari jannat de bachche sade apne ne. So, uh, once you adopt this kind of an attitude within yourself, that yes, a jadi full lukai hegi hai, the whole human race is such that uh, there's so many children dying for our love. And uh, it's not that biologically, if we cannot produce one, uh, we cannot uh, love anyone, nothing of that kind. That's what I feel that the answer lies in there. So, you know, motherhood, if anything we've listened to, all of you, has, has been the one thing that comes out loud and clear is love. It's love and giving. And that is not restricted whether you are with a child or without a child. Um, I had a, a Masiji who was childless and the amount of love she showered on me was incredible and on everyone, any child, anyone she met along because that was her nature. So it is, you can, uh, for those who, are, who have chosen not to have, to bring another being into this world, or for the others who are not able to conceive, you are presented with a choice. And how are you going to react? You can, you know, you have a choice for accepting it with grace and then showering love on everyone and anyone. Or you can become bitter. And Barney is all about love. The path of Sikhi is the path of love. If anything, it is that love is the one thing that you aspire, the family, the children, everything else comes second. It is the love that you have flows through you to everybody else. So, Bandeepji um, or Sharanjitji, would you like to add something to that? I was just thinking uh, to put a question up that, how many children did Mata Sahib Gorji had? Yeah, none from her own womb, mm -hmm. but millions, right? So my understanding is that, I don't know what's the definition of mother, 
but bearing a child through your body doesn't make you mother it's the care it's the love it's that emotion the passion and whatever comes with it it what makes you mother and motherhood comes very naturally to us uh, i used to say because they knew nyane mainu dekhde hunde si ro pende si mainu dekh and i was a teenager <laughs> this urge right so it's very easy to say okay look just for those mothers who can't conceive to theek hai hukum chravo it's a will of uh, god it's tough when it comes on our plate it's tough and we completely acknowledge it completely but you already said that if we yeah we make an effort we try whatever we can to get the blessing but ultimately it is what it is if it comes in our way great if not then do we accept that gracefully or we become bitter about it uh, it is embedded in us and whether we have a child of our own i remember one um, one soul who is not in this world anymore uh, and i got i got connected with her through sangat i i didn't know her uh, Well, every time mm-hmm. i got up after doing kirtan seva she'll come and she'll give me a big the most warming hug and the amount of love she gave me is again beyond words you know not only love respect and whatever else and it just so happened i came to know that she doesn't have any children of her own yeah and she was at a age where where you think okay you've gone that age now you can't have children and i i called her mom because of the amount of love she was it was flowing it was overflowing and is she less of any any mother who has given a birth in my eyes no not at all uh she but she she had that uh, passion of something of this overflowing sacrifice love and whatever comes mm-hmm. with this thing that we call being a mother and motherhood yeah so yeah i i, I can't say anything how those um, bbia feel who, who would like to have children but they can't for whatever reason because i haven't been in their situation so the pain i i can't understand but i can only try to feel it but if if that's the case the only thing as nilu panji has also shared that okay at some point we have to come to into in line with acceptance and this is now time now to serve and show that pr of coming through my motherhood to sarbat to the entire uh, humanity whichever way it comes so we have another uh, very interesting question charanjit which i would like you to uh, to address uh this is from uh, dr kirpal singh from daytona beach florida he said do you think counseling pastoral counseling will help young mothers 
I'm not sure I completely understand the question. So, so the question is, he, uh, Dr. Kripal Singh is asking that basically, I think young mothers go through their own challenges. Honey. And do you think counseling for young mothers would be beneficial in probably a Gurdwara setting? Okay. Sorry, that's, and that's why I was uh, missing. Yeah. Um, I'm a big proponent of mental health and gaining mental health supports in any which way possible. So they may be um, through structured counseling and they may be through different kinds of professionals. Uh, uh, mental health supports also come um, from a peer supports perspective as well. So I think uh, would young moms benefit? Um, I think that there's uh, times uh, uh, I shared an experience during pregnancy. I think postpartum is a particularly difficult time um, for a lot of young mothers. And then I think just the trials and tribulations as they continue on uh, for all mothers, knowing that they have someone to turn to that offers a safe space. So Jinnah was like, I think from a community perspective, I think we need to uh, open up the support system that is available to young mothers that does create that really safe, honest space. And when and where possible, if it can be Sikhi inspired, um, I would uh, I would definitely say that it's if if someone is on the path and can get that Sikhi inspired support, it makes it that much stronger because there's there's connections that have to happen on multiple levels for that. And I know Nidu Benji is probably much more um, uh, versed to actually speak from this from a professional perspective, but from a personal perspective, when you're struggling as a young mom. Um, it's, it's the functional things that are happening that you want to know, like, how do I get my kid to go to sleep? <laughs> how do I sleep? You know, like, there's just that piece. There's the layers of immense responsibility that you, you've now feel that you've taken on from a role perspective. But then if that can somehow be grounded in a way that still brings you back to how your, your faith and your psyche can actually support you, um, I would say is, is definitely something that would benefit. I would say young mothers and young fathers. I'm going to go out there and say that I know today's Mother's Day and we have a significant focus on the mothers, but um, when and where possible, it is a, it is a co-parenting relationship and mothers also need to be supported by their partners and mothers need to support their partners as well. So Jay Hosaki, I think it, it really does come to the, the sick family unit um, that needs to be supported. Great. Yeah, I totally agree. It's co-parenting. It's not one person's responsibility. There's another question which you know I'd like all of you to uh, to um, give your thoughts on. What do you feel is the most important goal sick mother should strive to accomplish? And what key advice would you like to give mothers listening on the call today based on your experience? This is Sharon Kaur from Chicago. So what is the most important goal sick mothers should strive to accomplish? And the key advice you would give to all mothers that are listening, um, who wants to go first? I can if you want me to. Um, I don't think I'm in a position to give advice to anybody, to be honest, uh, that I say, okay, you do this, because you know your family, you know your children, I can only share what I feel. So like yesterday, um, my kids were saying things to me as in, oh, we want to be this when we grow up and we want to be this when we grow up. And I was just in the kitchen, casual, random, plodding about. And all I said to them is, as long as you're connected with your guru, you be whatever you want to be in your life because guru will take care of that. Uh, and guru will put the conscious living 
in whatever you do because whatever you do in your life if guru is the center of your action your profession your living then there will be ethics in it there will be guru in it there will be guru in what they how they react they respond and whatever they do in their life and i'm just thinking kids naturally come with a lot of virtues when they come uh naturally you know they have plenty to offer to us to, because i have learned a lot definitely from my kids and i'm sure we all have unless we put that again that ego wheel sometimes i put that as well, oh who are you you know i am a mummy <laughs> yeah um my 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 middle was saying to me this afternoon uh i was asking what you wanted dinner and uh, something the conversation went around i said um uh, daddy is in charge or you're in charge and he said but and my middle said but you say you're in charge i said yeah i would like to think that i'm in charge in theory at least but the practically whatever happens is whatever you wanted dinner and that's what i make yeah so and what i was thinking was they are they are honest they say they say things as they are yeah and i want them to be their authentic self when they grow up um i want them to be free of anything that hurts their soul which then force them to hurt other souls as well because i don't think a kid is born with the knowledge how to gossip and who introduced this gossip this ninda chugli to them i was just thinking about it if there is no gossip in the house you could kid wouldn't know what is this gossip thing my mummy doesn't need to talk about other aunties yeah and if mummy doesn't talk about other aunties then the kids won't talk about other kids in a negative way of course they will talk about the language the tone that we use in uplifting way about others and other gursiks or the whole word when the kid would use it. so i think my i would like my kids to be a flourished blossomed in that shadow of divinity and they can be their authentic self without the anxiety and stress of this societal norms that and connected with one they feel the huzuri of guru nanak they feel the presence of divine within them and if they feel that presence within them then nobody can stop them to see that in others as well and if there is a divinity everywhere we are in heaven we don't need to seek for heaven <laughs> well such uh, yep such kind is here and now you can experience it as by as written by as actually revealed by guru is when you are connected to the one you experience it niluji um you know could we uh, have your thoughts on it and let's keep the conversation short because we are i'm cognizant of the time so what is the key advice uh, you would give to mothers listening on the call today and what should the mother strive for if you could just set that to us please in a nutshell i think the key advice uh, is contained in the full uh, mool mantra uh, starting with ekyunkar the first if the lesson of oneness is learned if that ekyunkar that there is no other is learned every each the uh, whole mool mantra has all the uh, virtues uh, which uh, uh, we all should strive for 
And uh, if you're talking about Nirbhav, you're talking about Nirvair, all these things. And Jimmy Honimandeep Ji, original self, the Kalkarasi, even if you have to talk about Swaypunk, that's also the original self, the creative part, the Kartavapurak, the creative part. So all these things uh, are this uh, key advice for all the uh, mothers, uh, including me. Uh, that we have to uh, work on this and always keep this as a central theme of our lives. Uh, you, you said to be short, and I think in Mool Mata, everything comes. <laughs> Great. You know? Thank you. Uh, Sharanjit. <laughs> I, I, I think that um, both Mandeepur and Nidhubanji said in terms of uh, the goal. The goal essentially brings it right back to the Bhakti that we started off with in terms of um, wanting to kind of make the, the connection to the oneness. I think from an advice perspective, from a very practical perspective, um, for me, the biggest thing has been, uh, so again, my background is in public health and a lot of it has to do with behavior change. And what we really learned in public health is that education alone doesn't lead to behavior change. So if we are raising young six that um, th those who are connected and serving and have those foundations of, of uh, seva and bhakti in them, just telling them isn't going to be enough. We have to actually create the supportive environment in our homes and in our in our worlds in which they'll actually flourish. So it's it's how do we make Sikhi the best choice, the easiest choice for them? How do we actually make it digestible for them? How do we, you know, um, think ahead in terms of what are the obstacles that as, as kids that they're gonna face and what is our role as mothers to, um, support them. So yes, I know we've talked a lot about how there's an immense sense of responsibility and sometimes we put a lot of pressure on ourselves. But if we were to kind of hone in on the kind of the the, the micro troubleshooting that we do on a day-to-day -day basis and think more on a, on a macro level as to um, what are we, what do we normalize um, uh, in our families and in our societies? What do we actually bring forward that will really lay that foundation so that Kalnu um, when they reflect back on it, they know that their mothers have role modeled the behavior. They know that they created the environments that help them choose um, and be reflective themselves. I think that's what I would say for this. Thank you. Um, I think for me, um, the advice which I would give the mothers, if I am in a position to give any advice, which I'm not, is to actually be yourself. Work on yourself. Connect with whatever you think is the source and live it. And when you live it, um, you flow from that. I mean, you know, my girls are older and um, it was just a couple of months back, I had my older daughter have a conversation. She said, I wanna to talk to you about something. And it was a tough conversation. And at the end of the conversation, she says, wow, mom, you were pretty good. You were pretty open. And I said to her, I don't think I could have had this conversation three years back with you because I wasn't vast. So, you know, to listen to them, but also, also always be working on yourself because at the end of the day, the guru is very clear that you have to become vast to absorb what is around you in, uh, in acceptance not intolerance. Intolerance, there is still, I really don't like it, but because you're my child, I'm accepting it. I'm just doing it. There's a huge difference between acceptance and tolerance. And when you become vast, 
So whatever comes to you, you absorb it and pass it back to them. That is really for them something to work towards. Um, so it's a great question that was asked. And um, Mandeepji, you brought out, um, you talked about Mata Saibko. She's the mother. Today is actually her day. She is the mother of the Sikh nation. We are little particles of that star. You know, she is the one who led the nation for about 38 years. When things were dire, she held. And where was her strength and parosa coming from? And I want to share with you all, I mean, she has nine hukumnames to her written, as we know. And in one of them that is attributed to her, which I would like to share with you, um, you are my children. The perfect guru will protect your honor. I don't think there's anything more any one of us can say about advice than what Mata Sahibkor has given to all of us. You are my children. And the perfect guru will protect your honor. So our, our path, our journey is to connect with guru. So we may feel this countless blessings. I want to thank each one of you um, for taking the time. I mean, you are women of substance. When I was going, putting together this panel, it was like, I want women of substance to have this conversation with. And each one of you has created such a rich environment. And I'm, you know, I've enriched by it. And before we leave, um, if there are any thoughts, your closing comments you would like to share with the panelists or with the Sangat, with our e-Sangat, uh, please, you know, um, let me know and unmute yourself and uh, speak. I'd just like to say that in the COVID-19 situation, uh, this too shall pass away and we all have to be in Chardikala always and uh, with no discrimination thing happening, everything will be okay. All is well. I would just like to thank, uh, thank you for putting this together. Um, when, when the first message came to me that you would like to be on this, I, I don't know what is expected, what I'm doing. And also with the three kids running <laughs> around me all the time. I've locked myself actually in a room at the moment. <laughs> they have knocked on the door a hundred times. Yeah, but I, I'm pretending I'm in my own time, in my own zone, because they're safe. I know that they are safe where they are. They're doing Kirtan upstairs at the moment, which is uh, which is actually a great thing that Sunday kids come together via Zoom and, and do kid, kids Kirtan. Uh, and that's a great initiative, uh, those who have started it. so. Just wanted to say that let's take this guilt factor out of our motherhood. Uh, if you are able to take the guilt factor out of the motherhood, naturally the divine will prevail because it's not us. We, we, we put our best efforts and leave the rest. Leave the rest for the one who created us, who gave us this 
all these things, uh, the blessings in our house as well. And give affirmations to yourself that you are a great mother. Yeah, because we are Atma and our kids are Atma as well. And when we look at them, give them a guru given a cease as well. Put a hand on their head and give them a cease that you would like them to be. Not, not necessarily a materialistic a cease and become a doctor, engineer, whatever. They will become what they need to become. Yeah, but give them that cease that that Guru Nanak would have given. Yeah, because Guru has given us this responsibility. Uh, we are their first gurus as mother. It's a massive privilege, a massive honor. So let's use that wisely uh, and let's take that guilt factor out. And hopefully this will help me to take my guilt factor out as well. But thank you very much for this platform. It was it was very powerful, very, <clears throat> very profound. Thank you. Uh, I again like to echo everything that Benji's have said. It's kind of hard, hardest to go last now because I feel like all the profound thoughts have already been shared. Um, and if Nandipa Benji, your daughter, your children were knocking on the doors, my children were crawling on the ground at one point <laughs> where I was trying to get them not to pop up. I was going to have that BBC doctor uh, 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 moment. Um, I echo the same thing. I think it's, it's being kind to ourselves. Uh, it is such an immense responsibility. We keep saying this over and over again, but um, it's that piece in terms of if we're not kind to ourselves, if we're hard on ourselves, it's also what our children see. Um, and so not only will, uh, is it not fair for ourselves, but they'll mirror that same judgment on themselves as well. And we just create a, the next generation of, of um, individuals who are overly critical. And the more critical you are, there's less space for Simran and Seva and Bhakti and everything else that's so important. So let's not displace the, the, that space with negative energy and instead fill it with positive energy. And all that to be said that um, we are six and our, our, our children are six. What, and I don't mean this just generally in the, in the capital S key perspective, but we are learners. So if we you know, keep ourselves open to learning and continuing on this path, and I, I always say to my children, I hope that they're gonna be better than I am so that I can follow in their footsteps too. Um, so again, uh, it all comes back down to uh, um, that we can fall back on, but uh, really uh, moving forward in a, in a positive way, whether it's COVID-19 or not COVID-19, there's gonna be, we have different pandemics that take us at different, uh, at, at different times in our lives and uh, yeah. On behalf of Sikri, I thank Inikor, Nilu Singh, Mandeep Gaur, and Sharanjit Gaur for making time to connect with the Sikh world. I particularly enjoyed this conversation. It was a beautiful way to begin my Mother's Day. Um, I appreciate you guys engaging in this necessary and gentle conversation. Uh, thank you to all, uh, to our Isangith today. Thank you for tuning in and for, sp for spending this time with us. Um, please tune in for our next live webinar on May 17th, Getting to Know Vaheguru, a workshop specifically designed for young children ages 6 to 10, where children will walk through a Shabbat by Bhagat Kabirji. Today's webinar will be ending now. Vaheguruji ka khalsa, Vaheguruji ki fateh. You are listening to Sick Cast by Sick Research Institute, illuminating every path.